This is Daily Devotions Best Of with Pastor Tim Dodson from JF Believers Church. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting jfbelievers.com. Luke chapter 18, verse 18. A certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Now, the other gospel accounts of this story refer to this man as the rich young ruler. Despite his wealth, this young man carried in his heart the very same question that possesses literally all men. And that question is, how do I get to heaven? It seems that no man, uh, no matter who he is or what he has, still possesses that question. That question still lies deep in the heart. Jesus knew the real heart of this man, just as he knows the real heart of all of us. He understood the great truth. And that truth is that between every individual and his or her creator stands, well, something. For every person, that something is different. But it most certainly exists. This man, he sought eternal life while undoubtedly not comprehending fully what that meant. Or he likely approached it as so many men do today, thinking that eternal life meant timeless existence and a blissful joy. And while our understanding does indeed include such an aspect, it encompasses so, so much more. John 17:3 says, this is eternal life, that they should know you and the only true God and him whom you sent, Jesus Christ. Now this young man, he was looking for something that would come after he was well done living this life, done living his life, and frankly, after living it pretty much as he pleased. Eternal life in reality begins here and at the moment of rebirth. While all men want the prize at the end of the journey, very few are willing to live out this eternal life as the journey that it is. The problem for this man, it lay in the fact that he was looking for a good teacher a good man, not God. He was looking for the result of a life committed instead of a committed life. Now in that light, the story suddenly gets very personal. Verse 19, Jesus asked him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except one, God. Now this term good, used in this verse, was applied only to God in that day. Jesus wasn't denying his deity herein, but rather pointing out that if he was good, as the man claimed, then he could not be a mere man. Rather, he was God. John 8.24 says, quote, For unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. End quote. And then John 14.6 and 7 says, John said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Verse 20. You know the commandments. Don't commit adultery. Don't murder. Don't steal. Don't give false testimony. Honor your father and your mother. Now here, Jesus, before he dealt with the heart of the issue before him, he made sure that the young man understood that he, Christ, was in no way negating obedience to the word. 
So he's clarifying the fact that obedience does indeed play into achieving and receiving eternal life. Jesus lays out some examples. So many folks want to claim that loving Jesus is all that is required to stand in the realm of the faithful. But I have to ask you, does your love have any true meaning? Does it have any real impact? Loving someone by its very nature denotes relationship and interaction. For Jesus, it even means obedience. John 14:21 clarifies, saying, One who has my commandments and keeps them, that person is the one who loves me. One who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and will reveal myself to him. You see, our love for Christ must be more than just mere words and waving our hands in praise. Matthew 7.21 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. And then Jeremiah 7.23 says, But this thing I commanded them, saying, Listen to my voice. I will be your God, and you shall be my people. Walk in all the way that I commanded you, that it may be well with you. Verse 21, the man answers and says, I have observed all these things from my youth up. Now there are those who live their religious life as if obedience to God's commandments are, is not a major issue. They believe that the emotion and the verbalizing of their allegiance is the key. And that belief is not a new concept. Even in the day of Christ, there were those of the Gnostic sect that believed that physical action wasn't really necessary, but only a mental ascent and emotional uh, outpouring. Then there were, and are, those who think that as long as they follow all the rules and as long as they adhere to some austere lifestyle that they have designed, that this will be that which secures the prize of eternal life. But this again negates the true meaning of eternal life. Quote, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent, end quote. Verse 22, Jesus went on saying, You still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor. Then you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. Now this man, he claimed that he followed all the rules, but he still lacked one thing. Yes, for him it was his riches, but giving away all your money is rarely the answer. It might be, but hang on and listen to the rest of this account, because the point here was that this was his issue. And it wasn't money specifically, but rather how hard he held on to it. It was this man's proverbial line in the sand. Again, it may be yours, but there are so many other things that could be our individual thing, if you will that keeps us from Christ. It was the money which held this man back from God, that which he would not give up. And to be a disciple, he had to give up and surrender all, everything. Oh, indeed, there would be suffering. Yes, yes, there would be sacrifice. Just as there was for Christ, so shall it be for his disciples. Matthew 20, 23 says, So he said to them, You will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. When faced with this moment, I have seen so very, very many who have failed the test. I assure you that every one of us will face the moment when God asks us to give up things so very precious to our flesh. What, what is yours? 
Other versions of this story say this man walked away. How many have? Will you? That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.